And we're live. Great. We did yeah. it. We did it. Merry Christmas. Christmas happened. Yeah. yeah it's it's a holiday. Since we last talked. How Merry was your guys' Happy Christmas? Boxing Day. Mm -hmm. That too. Uh, my Christmas was good. Uh, nothing, nothing special. I'm obviously in a new setting because I am up in Calgary. Yep. Hanging out at your mother's place. Yeah, at the moment. In the basement. In the basement. Using this gaming headset. That Hell hot yeah. game mic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Anything Anything cool go on? Mm, not really. Went to go visit uh, my family and because uh, they were all at my sister's place. Okay. So went went up there for a bit. The boys are really into Power Rangers right now, so they're running around with all these Power Ranger swords, hitting everything. Nice. Yes. They're Perfect. going crazy. It was hilarious. <laughs> the boys and, being you and your nephews, right? Well, yeah. my nephews dragged me into it. They made me be the villain, and they kept hitting me. Dragged with you into it. Well, they're yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> one of them was like, Uncle Jonathan, you have to say that you hate lions. I'm like. Okay, I hate lions, and then they just started hitting me. And you're like, I could never say that. I would sooner die. <laughs> I love them so much. Why could you? Why would you do that? Could never say that. I'm picturing John being there, like, oh, I, I can't play with you guys. I'm like, I'm a, I'm an adult now. I, oh, fine. If you twist my arm, he pulls out his own Power Rangers <laughs> sword or whatever from his backpack. Yeah. I mean, they're right there. I can, I can literally yeah. just walk over and grab them right now. Yeah, exactly. He just plays the Green Rangers theme. <laughs> like that's when you know shit's on. I, I wish, but they wouldn't know who the Green Ranger are. They're five. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, we like the Gold Ranger. He's a cowboy, but he's a farmer. And I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for this. Right. They're probably watching whatever the current incarnation of Power Super, Rangers is. Super Ninja Steel, I think, is what it is. Mm. Oh really? That doesn't sound anything like a cowboy. Is it red? Is it like red steel? That's what I'm starting to think now. <clears throat> it's it's not red steel. Ubisoft <coughs> is not involved. Red Steel Three coming 2019. It's okay. They'll grow into it. They'll grow into original Power Rangers with time. Mm. They might not. You never know. Yeah, maybe Beetleborgs. Oh maybe man! That'll be oh the yeah, there you go. go to. They'll love yeah. they'll Power love Rangers Genie is a Gate Waitress. Uh, they'll love Genie J Leno. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Beetleborgs. I'm I'm good And VR that Troopers. Now. Is, oh man. Uh, I don't know what VR Troopers is, but Beetleborgs I definitely remember. Yeah. Oh my gosh. VR Troopers was my jam. Besides like the Power Rangers, of course. The wacky. <coughs> I don't Are these know. all Sabin? Or S Saban? Uh, Saban, yeah. Saban. Although I believe the company got bought. Someone owns the rights now to the new series. Because there's a new series coming out in uh, February. There are multiple, like, Halloween or horror-themed Beetleborg specials. I mean, yeah, of course. It was all about monsters. Makes sense. Yeah, Curse of the Shadowborg and the Vampire Files. <clears throat> Power this Rangers looks terrible. Beast Morphers is the new Power Ranger series. Beast that, Morphers. That just sounds like yeah, whatever the Beast Transformers one was. Beasties or Beast Wars, depending where you lived in the beast world. Beast Wars, that yeah. That just sounds like Beast Wars. 
I'm trying to figure out what company yep. owns the rights now because it's a different company. But I do not remember. Apparently, Beetleborgs does not hold up. <clears throat> I'm not surprised. It was three kids fighting comic book monsters. <laughs> what was that when you said Hasbro. VR? What? Oh, Troopers. Hasbro immediately. Holy smokes! Power Rangers now. I mean, VR this Troopers looks... got popular again because JonTron made a video of it sometime. So that's easy to find now. Oh, they're just doing the toys. Never mind. Yeah. So Hasbro's doing the toys now over Bandai. So the toys will be mm. different, but it looks like it's still Saban. VR Troopers looks just kind of like Ultraman. It kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. Except this, this still had Only a, like in a Zord. VR world. Yeah. A it's Zord. weird. That was, that was my jam, though. I like that one because they went into computer world. Because why not, I guess. I mean, when it comes to computer world, my jam was reboot. I don't know. I, saw, yep. I like Reboot. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which Homer brought up in the chat there. Mm -hmm. Which apparently no that got a that new is. series as recent as like this year in Japan. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, there's an <laughs> anime no called, idea. like, because it was originally called Gridman. And then over here it got Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. But apparently, like, Gridman got a new series. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Netflix is making a new Ultraman series. Why not? I watched I watched that yeah, trailer. Why not? No. Sure. Why not? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Uh I did the same. I went to visit family. So I got home last night. Not a whole lot to say, I guess, about that. Just family's good. And it was Hanging out in Edmonton. It was relaxing to not have to worry about where food was going to come from today or having to get up or do anything. <laughs> it was pretty good. Sure. Sure. Yeah, uh, it's been pretty dry up here. Not a lot of snow. We just like got some snow like late Christmas day. Uh, yeah. Which I was I was like I was like, man, I was looking forward to some snow. Um in Edmonton it was a very snowy Christmas day. Like the oh, type okay. that you would see in those like Hallmark movies where it's just like laying it thick and nobody's outside mm -hmm. just watching oh, okay. it. How was driving back down then? It was totally fine. It was weird because we came down yesterday Boxing Day, so it was like nothing had happened. There were like a few spots where it got <clears throat> foggy, but the roads were clean. Snow plows make it doing work. I guess so. Yeah. Also, global warming. Got to give a shout out to that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, any Thanks chance for all that you do for us. Yeah, yeah. the big guy upstairs. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, oh, you mean that giant, on. that smog cloud? Okay. Yeah, leaving that, leaving the light on for my way home all night. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get anything cool for Christmas? Um, uh, cash. I don't know. That's not cool. Um, yeah. I got I got Mission Possible on Blu-ray, the the most recent okay. one. Pretty excited about that. Um, nice. Oh, uh, one thing is cool. Uh, so as you know, I'm into weird Kit Kat flavors. Yeah. Yes. Um, my sister went to when she she was in Australia earlier this year. She went to I guess a like make your own Kit Kat factory. Um. So she got to like pick out flavors that they would combine into a Kit Kat, design the box. So like my name is on the box. It says like Sean's unexpected flavors or something like that. That's and I haven't cool. tried it yet. 
<clears throat> yeah, pretty cool. It's, I haven't tried it yet. It's still like <clears throat> shrink wrapped, but the flavors are hibiscus and oh, I don't remember hibiscus, what the other one was. Huh? Hibiscus. Yeah. What was, wow. what was the I don't one? know I about that one. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like a mix. It's a mix of them. Okay. Uh, I forget what the second flavor of the combination is. Um, but that was that was a pretty cool gift. How about you guys? I got, no. I got money, and uh, pajama pants, and gift card, and I got this cool thing that came in today. I got uh, an analog super NT. I don't know if this is on shot right now. I can't actually see my feed, but uh, it is an HDMI 1080p Super Nintendo. Sure. Nice. And it is also uh, really tiny. <laughs> is it tinier than the SNES Classic? Wait, that doesn't look like a Super Nintendo. It's a Super Nintendo. Here, I, I've only got a Japanese Super Nintendo cart to compare size-wise, but they're they're not that much bigger. <laughs> Am I crazy? That doesn't look like a Super <laughs> Nintendo. It's Super Nintendo. Yeah. Where's like the buttons on the front? Like that thing looks like there's curves to it. The Super Power, Nintendo is all boxy. Power button, reset button. So they don't even slide. No. This this is an aftermarket. This is uh the analog Super NT. Yeah. Oh well, okay. I don't know. How, what's what's the size comparison to the SNES Classic? Uh, <clears throat> SNES Classic is smaller than this, but SNES Classic's okay. pretty small. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's cool. But wait, hey, so but the SNES Classic also does HDMI, so this is just so you can play whatever cartridge, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is an actual Super Nintendo, so I can use all the cartridges that I have back there. Okay. Sure. Right on. Because you can't like you can mod the the SNES Classic to play other ROMs, but you, it doesn't yeah. do the whole library yet. This this does. <coughs> if you have the whole library, yeah. Which I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Cool, cool. Uh, we're approaching the end of the year. Have you finished all your games you need to finish <laughs> for your streams? <laughs> yeah, I think you you did right. You're done oh, the game clear. For, for game were... clearing, we did finish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I meant for the okay, game. I, I thought you meant for game of the year discussion. I'm like, not even close. Oh, okay. Uh, for game without saying, yeah. No, go ahead. For game clearing, the goal was 64 games this year, and we are at 70. So. Okay. Have you? Do you have a plan for next year? Yep. Uh, I think I thought we talked about this before. I'm gonna do. I forgot. I'm gonna do A to Z. So we're gonna do. That's right. Yes. Order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Because 26, no, 24, blah, blah, blah. That was the joke. Yep, got it. Yep. Remember. Yep, I'm all caught go. up. You're caught up. Uh, without, without naming names, how many games do you have left that you really want to play or that you plan, you actually think you'll play <clears throat> before Game of the Year episode? Before Game of the Year? At this point, anything I play, I'm not finishing. It's it's physically impossible. Oh, for sure, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, ones that you <clears throat> plan to, like, get a chunk out of. And don't say names. Just just give me a number. I can see at least three or four on my shelf right now. Okay. Cool. Cool. I think I have more than that, but I don't know if I'll get to them all. I'll probably like load up a list of what came out 
when I get back from MAGFest and then be like, oh shit, let's just dedicate a couple of days to these. Sure. <clears throat> or do that beforehand so you could like take portable stuff with you. Uh, all right. How about how about you, Paul? Do you, do you have a number of games you need to try and hit before the show? Uh, I have six owned that I haven't gotten to yet, and I have about two released this year that I wanted to check out that I haven't. Otherwise, I've checked out literally everything that I've wanted to check out this year. Okay. All right. I have one, two, three. I have at least four, five, six. Maybe it's just six. That's less than I thought. Good. Cool. All right. Well, let's do a podcast about video games since we're already talking about them. This is the Top Down Perspective for December 27th. Uh, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, Paul, what have you been playing? I brought my PlayStation 4 up because uh, my parents go to bed early, well, earlier than I do. So I wanted something to just kind of like pick at or whatever. I also brought my uh, brought the Switch, but I bought Battlefield One on the PS4 because it was five bucks, and I was like, I could deal with like a Battlefield game on console and get back into console shooters. And man, it's hard to get back into console shooters when it's been years mm-hmm. since you played them. Holy hell, the aiming is so difficult. Are you playing on a console? Yeah, on PS4. PS4. Oh, okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm at the point now where I'm competent, but not, like, decent enough to make it higher than probably the top half at the very best. Okay. Uh, Also, like, learning the maps is a big thing as well, so I've been kind of doing that too. Battlefield 1 was pretty good. That was a pretty fun game. Go figure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in contrast, I've also been playing Battlefield Five at home on PC, and All right, um, the new one. That game is okay, but the I don't like the maps as much, so it's kind of a trash fire to me. Like it's not, it just feels like there's too many. I don't I don't even know how to explain it. I guess because like I don't play a lot of these games, so. Uh, it felt more directed in your where your objective points were in Battlefield 1. In 5, they feel like they're haphazardly thrown around in some spots and, like, in a lot of big open areas to just, like, make fighting shitty in some spots. Like, I don't know. It's hard to... Like, some maps are worse than others, obviously, in this regard. But uh, there's something about the level design that just doesn't feel like it has any personality to it. I don't know why, either. Like, it's it's fucking weird. It but sounds like that a is problem a, with uh, just, like, map layout. It sounds like, yeah, I think it's kind of just, like, they have, like, an okay map layout, and then they just throw random buildings and shit in that doesn't feel like a place, really. Like, it feels like they're trying to make a map instead of just, like, trying to, like, make a cool, like, gimmick or idea work out for two opposing teams to kind of fight in for the battlefield. I don't know. It's weird. That game is beautiful, though. It looks so much better somehow. I think it's just a color palette. I think pops better. Uh, It's not using as many, like, browns and, like, kind of muted colors because it's not in, like, 
the dirty 30s disgusting world war one garbage era it's in uh is that iceland or i think it's iceland right that it takes place somewhere up north there so there's a lot of like really really nice vistas of like mountains and the glistening snow and all that stuff and then also really really nice lush green areas as well it's cool it's a cool game but there's just something off feeling about it to me so i will probably pick it up more if people like i know end up playing it so the reason why like i guess i'm talking about battlefield in general is because that ea origin access thing there's two different tiers to it there's the five dollar a month tier and like a twenty dollar a month tier or whatever the five dollar a month tier you can play like all the battlefield games up to five uh for free and uh yeah so like you can play whatever mm -hmm. those with your buddies or whatever for five bucks a month and then the twenty dollar a month tier gets you access to like newer games it's kind of like their version of game pass only like way more expensive and way less cool games on it right so as ea does um so, so the well, thing yeah, that they, it's also timed right uh i don't remember it's called like premiere so that probably makes sense that okay. i'm not time. sure about the premiere one i just know because uh, my friend had EA access, I believe it was the $5 level on Xbox. I don't know if there's two tiers on the Xbox version of it. Gotcha. Um, but on, on what he had, like when Burnout Paradise came out, he was only allowed to play 20 hours of it uh, before it would, like, lock. That's a weird yeah, that's, time restriction, yeah. That That is a weird time <laughs> restriction. Yeah, that's the trial version. But it did come out, like, he got it early, and he got it yeah. for free. He just, that's, you know... Okay. So yeah. I think it's the same idea here. So, uh, Battlefield Five is part of that, and then of course, like the premium content for the other Battlefield games, which is just the pay-to-win, like better guns, like better stats on guns and shit like that, uh, is on that tier. That's probably how I'm gonna try out Anthem. I've decided because Anthem's gonna be on that tier when it comes out. Oh, they have I'll confirmed that. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be on that. So That's going to be like a service seller, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Unless Anthem's bad, in which case it's like, well, I'm just going <laughs> to... Uh -huh. I'm glad I didn't spend $80 uh, Canadian on this, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, go figure. Battlefield games are fun. That's the takeaway from that. Uh, also, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I picked that up on sale because it was like 60% off or something crazy. So I was like, yeah, I'll play that. Nice. And that... That game is real good. Did it's you play a Origins? Really, really fun game. No, I didn't play Origins. Okay, so yeah, Origins is real good. I understand this is more Origins. Yeah, that's it's what people say for sure. So maybe I'll check out Origins at some point when it's even cheaper on sale. Because you know it will be. All these game, all the Assassin's Creeds go down every year by a pretty steep amount. So Origins might be the next game next year or something. But for now, Odyssey seems like seems like it's gonna be one of those big games with a lot of things to check off your list, and I guess that's what I'll be doing in my downtime <laughs> is checking. Yeah, that's those what Origins off. was. Yeah. So, who did you? Uh, who I, were you playing as? Uh oh my god, the female. I forgot her name. Cassandra. Cassandra. That's right. Yeah. I, like ninety nine percent of the people I've talked to have played as Cassandra. 
Yeah. I mean, I just don't ever want to play as dudes. I barely ever do in, like, any game if I have the option. So sure. this wasn't any different for uh, in that regard. Uh, there is some cool story stuff that obviously I won't talk about here, but, like, it gets into it pretty quick, and I kind of like where they're going with it. I kind of like the opening tutorial thing with the Spartans and just being like, this is dope. <laughs> like, this is a cool way to teach you mechanics how okay. to fight and stuff cool so yeah. yeah uh that's pretty much all i've been playing though all right quick question uh are you playing siege on xbox no because <clears throat> you keep showing up on my xbox friends list playing siege that doesn't make any sense i i'm not make. why would i make this up because <laughs> you are a psycho i don't <laughs> know <laughs> If, it's weird too, because like I don't have an Xbox. Yeah. But I have been also playing Siege on PS4 every now and then to just like tinker with it there too. Or er, I think it was earlier today. Like no, around... I was playing on PC today. Well, well, you, you should. Do you have like the Xbox link on that game? Or... What is the Xbox link? Well, no, like. Like, is your Xbox Live account connected to that, Paul? Or do you not even have an Xbox Live account anymore? I don't have... No. Yeah. You're Well, <laughs> I don't... This has happened multiple times. You are showing up on my Xbox friends list as online playing Siege. And I keep wondering, like, like he doesn't have an Xbox One. That game did not come out on the 360. Like, are you, are you playing it maybe on, like, a, the Windows Store copy of that or something? No, not even through Steam, through Uplay directly. <laughs> This is so weird. There's some something with your computer is is connecting it all the way. Like I wonder if it's like a Windows. Are you on Windows 10? Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'm all I can now. I'm mostly. This is my assumption. There's some Windows 10 link with like Xbox Live, where if you're just playing something else, it'll just show that. Kind of like how Discord will just show you playing a game if you want. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Oh, I'm gonna add something to this list that I didn't talk about. I played Hades. And Hades is great. All right. Cool. Okay. Super giant. Super giant. Yeah. So I'm excited. Pretty much what you would probably expect from Super Giant in terms of like pretty good voice acting. Not a whole lot there uh, because it's more of a Binding of Isaac type roguelite thing than like an actual story based thing. So it's more focused on uh, and the it's mechanics. also early access still. So and it's early access. Yeah. Yeah. I'd actually so, be like, pretty bummed if there wasn't. Like some good storytelling in this because they always do such a good job at that. I mean, there's decent storytelling stuff, but like it's not story, it's not story centric. I would say, uh, much less so than even like Pyre. Like Pyre, it seemed like the mechanical like game part was tacked on to a good story. This seems like there's probably a decent story tacked on to a Binding of Isaac Rogue Legacy combination where ev you have like every time you die you get sent back to the beginning of like uh of uh the center of hades or whatever uh hell of hell with a uh, hades hades chamber and um yeah it just like procedurally generates enemies and layouts at, for you to try to escape from hell basically uh and along the way you'll gain Currency to buy upgrades to get stronger to like do better on runs and then of course just learning how to play the game better and like timings of like dodging and all that sort of stuff. It's 
pretty much what you would expect. It feels really good, though, and it has that polish that Supergiant games have, so I'm pretty stoked about it. I think it's really, really good, but I do hope that they keep adding more. That's It's always a little thing in the back of my mind that's just, like, early access. Like, DayZ just came out last week, so... That was only five years after I cared, and, like, most of the world cared. And I just hope that, like, there isn't more of that. But they seem to be pretty good about it. Every time you load up Hades, the screen comes up and it says, like, patch notes of what we've added, like, most recently. And then there's a big thing in the corner that says, next big patch expected in, like, 32 days or whatever. So it seems like they have a timeline and they, like, know how to stick to it. And I think by, like, actually just putting that stuff right there all the time for all their players, it might hold them accountable to it, and which I think is good as well. Uh, but, yeah, not I guess not a whole lot to say. If you like hack-and-slash isometric games with, like, a roguelite uh, progression to it, and, like, of course, beautiful art style and stuff, then you should probably check it out. It's really, really good. I've decided this is going to be kind of my, like, dead cells i'm here such good things about the early access version but i want to wait till it's out out that's kind of what i'm feeling too i yeah because i remember in one of the i was playing dead cells for a bit and then they wiped it because then they went into beta and it's just like well i just lost all the shit i <laughs> like it's right. such a bad feeling and i just feel like this is going to happen in this game so i'm also kind of pushing it away a little bit but i don't know i've i've broken my vow a few times and played it here and there cool it's good i'm glad yeah. to hear that uh john smash i played more smash i finally started single player <laughs> all right nice. what do you think of a? Uh... it's all right what is it what is it world of light yeah it's all right I just, okay. yep. I don't know what else to say. Like, I was already playing the spirit board, so I already knew what to expect. But now it's just like, here's a slower version of that where you can't use the character you are the best with for a long time <laughs> until you find. Wait, them. what is spirit board? It's, it's the option literally right next to adventure. Spirit board is ever spirit board that. is like a bulletin board of like up to ten of those challenges, uh, but you can pick any character you want to play as to do them. Is wait, is this the thing that like if you finish thirty matches, like the thing breaks open, like the mosaic? No. You you okay. really haven't seen the spirit board option? No. You've done World of Light though, right? Or you've played at least a bit of it. I pl I played I yeah, I've played World of Light. Yeah, literally in, in the menu when you click spirits, there's adventure and spirit board. <laughs> I don't think I ever looked on the right side much. Yeah, no. So, uh, uh, great, there's even more in there. Sweet. Yeah, cool. Spirit Board is literally just the challenges. They're on timers. You get one shot at them, then they disappear. They'll come back eventually later. They're on, like, five-minute timers. You can play as anyone that you've got unlocked in the game so far. So it's not tied to whoever you have unlocked in World of Lights. Whoever you have unlocked in the game, period. Right. Um, cool. Your, your spirits and stuff carry over from all modes. So I actually did a bunch of those to level up my spirits then went into hard mode world of light so i'm playing that on hard but i already have a bunch of strong spirits to kind of balance that out it's pretty easy to level up your spirits they give you so many like snacks 
Yeah. Or whatever it is. But like starting like like I said, I'm not I don't have Ike or Falcon, like the guys I'm super used to playing as. So okay. I like I'm still I still have Kirby. Kirby and DK who I've been playing with because I Kirby's really... awesome. Yeah, but he's not who I'm used to. Yeah. I like Kirby a lot. So muscle memory's like, alright, this is cool and all, but like where's all my range? I like that I can actually fly back to the stage at least. Yep. 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 Um have you played classic mode? Yes. Uh, That's I, my jam. I beat a couple of those. I like what they've done with classic mode. Classic mode is cool. Yeah. Um, I still like that game. I think that's a good game, and it's definitely going to be on a lot of people's top ten lists, I think, this year. Especially those Nintendo-centric ones, because it's pretty well done. And it's one of the very... It's like one of the two games Nintendo put out this year. They put out a bunch this year, I thought. Uh, tennis? Yeah, which was War- well received. Oh, WarriorWare Gold. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that mobile game that I played for a couple weeks. <laughs> yep. Which I don't remember the name of. Dragalia Lost. Yep, there you go. Which still isn't out in Canada, I don't think. No, no. not officially. <laughs> Thank God. Um, oh, Pokemon Let's Go. Yep. Super Mario Party, Octopath Traveler, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I didn't even think of Octopath Traveler, but sure, yeah, that makes sense. Tropical Freeze barely counts. Yeah, anyway, in terms release, of... Like, yeah, they didn't release as much cool stuff as last year, but they still released some good stuff. Oh, sure. I mean, you can't compare it to last year, uh, I would, but I, in terms of like their big kind of like tentpole franchises and whatnot, I, I, it's mainly Mario part, uh, Mario Tennis and... Smash, I guess and, Mario and, Party, and Pokemon. Eh. Sure, you're right, Pokemon. That's true. I totally forgot about Pokemon. Um, okay, that's what you've been playing then. Yep. Well, I've, I've been playing our uh, our pod our Patreon game, but can't talk about that yet. Not yet. Um, okay, I've been playing a bunch because I missed last week. Uh, starting yeah. with Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden, uh, which might be, in my opinion, one of the worst video game names. Uh, ever. It's, uh, I mean, at least it doesn't have the word battle in it, but yeah. Sure, sure, <laughs> yep. Uh, you're totally right there. Uh, even just Mutant Year Zero, that isn't like, that's not even like a full proper sentence. But anyway. Every, every time I've said the title Mutant Year Zero, I've had to lengthily describe what it is to everybody. Yeah, yeah so, so you've yeah. already been playing it. This came out on Game Pass. Yes. Early this month. Um, around the Game Award time, I believe. I'm not super far into it, but I've probably put, like, I don't know, six or seven hours. Sure. Uh, uh, for those who don't know, even though Paul's talked about it, it is a XCOM-similar game, uh, tactics uh, battle, with a uh, focus on, like, stealth. There's, like, a, there's like a, a stealth aspect before each fight. Um. <clears throat> So for if if tactics fighters are if the only tactics fighters you've played are things like Fire Emblem, uh, think about before getting into each of those battles if you had control over your party of three and you could walk around the area and take on enemies one at a time to try and make the overall fight easier. Yeah. Uh, and you definitely have to do this because this game is hard. Uh, there which is... is some bullshit going on for sure in this game. <laughs> it yeah. is like I've. I'm like struggling. It is. I'm surprised how hard it is. So first off, they do the dumb thing where they say 
play on hard mode, that's the recommended for people who play yep. video games. And it's like, yep. well, then call that normal, you idiots. Yep. What are you doing? So I'm I was like, you. so I was like, okay, I go, I will play on hard, which is the medium recommended one. Started getting my ass kicked on like the third fight, maybe. Is it the one the near the hut? Did you get to like the hut with the dude? I don't remember his name even. You're like uh, looking for a guy. It's after. It's on the way to the city. It's like the one right before or after you go to the main city. The arc. It was. It was somewhere around that before or after. What was the? It was where they introduce the med bot. The first time I came across a med bot. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Because yeah. there's a lot of enemies there. Uh, and I couldn't take out many of them. They weren't like they were all in a group, and there was like two dogs as well. And then anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I had to switch it down to normal, which is their easy mode for people who don't play games. That's almost word to word how they describe it. And I'm still like having to like make sure I am like on my shit if I want to get through this stuff. Like it is weird yeah. how hard this game is. <laughs> it's um, super fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so like what you can do is. Uh, you have weapons. Some of them are silenced, so you got to make sure all of your enemies, your your characters, have a silenced weapon. If and some of the uh, enemies will group together around like a fire. Some of them will walk around and kind of scout scout the area. And you want to attack the enemies that are by themselves. And when you choose to ambush them, you then enter a tactics grid style fight, and you can take them on one against you know your three party members. And you can kind of pick off enemies as you. So you need to, you kind of have to circle around the area a few times, taking off whoever you can until you realize, okay, now I just need to fight that group all in because as soon as I shoot one of them, they're gonna all see that. Um, yeah. Uh, and then apart from that, you're scavenging garbage out of the on the ground and broken weapon parts that you can use to buy things at the arc. Uh, I'm enjoying it for the most part. My, I think my favorite thing is just the writing and like yep. the setting of it. So it's set in like a, a, a you know a post-apocalyptic future, but it is Earth. So you'll come across things. I think one of my favorite one is I came across an iPod, and okay. the little little descriptor thing was that it was like yeah I heard words that people used to listen to music through fruit, because because these were just referred to as like Apple devices. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and and stuff like that. So th- they have a a bit of a concept of what these things could be, but they're not a hundred percent sure how the ancients, who are us, use yeah. them. So they come across like uh, a boombox, and they boom think box. it's some kind yeah. of like grenade because it's called a yeah. boombox, or they come across a microwave and stuff like that. And 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 they have they've heard rumors of how these things might work and whatnot. And they're usually wrong for the most part. And it's and it's funny, uh, and I enjoy that. Um, you have a character in your party named Ducks. And he's a duck, yep. a mutated duck. Although he is the first uh, party member I have removed, because uh, I just got the guy that can mind control people, and he seems extremely useful. Sure. Uh, how far did you get into it, Paul? I'm um, probably where you said that you were starting to have difficulty is probably where I last left off. Okay, so well. you don't even have the mind control, dude. Because uh, I'm a little no. after that guy. Um, so I'm uh, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it for the most part. Uh, I wish. It kind of it'll have like sub areas that you can go off to the side, like little side areas, which is highly recommended to do. Because like I said, the any, any chance you get to level up your guys, do it. I wish those areas had a better 
indication of kind of what level you should be when you go into because sometimes mm-hmm. they'll come across them and be, they'll be like yo this area is a level 35 and it's like oh i am not going there for a long time and then some areas yeah. they just won't tell you and you'll walk in there and you'll come across someone who's like level 40 and it's like i need to leave right now i kind of wish they would just tell you each time like hey this is level 20 this is 25 so i had kind of a more more indication of like okay this is the path i should probably be going if i want to go to and level up all my guys like that yeah uh, but yeah, it's a, a definitely great thing to get for free. Quite enjoying that. If you have Game Pass, I should say. Uh, continuing with that, uh, I'm still playing Ashen, another Game Pass uh, game. Uh, that I'm having a, a lot of fun going through Ashen uh, as like the most I've ever played a Dark Souls style uh, brawler fighter or whatever. Um, again, it's co-op, which is probably the reason I am sticking with it. Uh, I will say the third boss is there's this dungeon you have to go through that seems like a crazy weird difficulty spike and then it gets back to normal after that so that was that was a little off-putting but I seem to be in like the last chunk of the game uh, and I remember when I mentioned this before I was saying I am not a big fan of the color palette they've completely changed the color palette this this last area is is really nice and really and, and huge um, so again, I, I, rec- I would recommend Ashen quite a bit, especially if you're not like a souls person, maybe give this a try. Um, certainly if you have a friend who also has access to it and again, it's on game pass. So if you and your friend have game pass, you can both jump into that. But yeah, Ashen's pretty cool. Excuse me. Ashen's pretty cool. Cool. Um, just this week I started playing a new mobile game, uh, that was recommended on Twitter. I found uh, called Grim Valor or Grim Valor. I don't know. It's one word. And first off, this is a game that has the button controls on the screen, which is usually like a total turnoff for me when it comes to mobile games. They've gotten uh, better about them. I've played a few in the last year or two that have those, and they feel not as shitty as I remember those feeling. Okay. I'm still feeling like at all times... I'm not quite wrestling with the controls, but I could just tell this would be so much better if I had a controller. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, you know, not having any kind of feedback on the buttons or anything like that. You know, sometimes I'm accidentally hitting jump when I wanted to do a dodge. So it's just stuff like that uh, that's kind of annoying. But anyway, with all that aside, this is a incredibly f- fleshed out uh, action fighter uh, side-scrolling action fighter, similar to like a, you know, like a Castlevania or or like a Dead Cells, something like that in that genre. Mm-hmm. It's not a roguelike. Um, it does have like you are picking up souls, but it's not a, it's not a Souls game in which when you die you need to go back to your body and scoop all that stuff out. I just remembered right. another game I've been playing. I'm gonna write down before I forget. Uh, sorry about mm-hmm. that. Okay. Um, what was I saying? So. Oh, come on, give me the chat again. Here that just seems to be like... I was actually having a discussion with somebody about this last week. That just seems to be a thing that games do now, specifically like RPG games. That's not even really what I consider a Souls-like formula thing, where you collect a currency of some sort that you trade for levels and or increasing your equipment, like upgrades or whatever. Like, that just seems to be... And then you lose them if you die. That just seems to be a way the way a lot of things go. I've, but I feel like it, it kind of came from Dark Souls, the, the idea of, like, you need to go back to your body, and if you die in that process, those those are gone forever. 
Really? Because I've been playing MMOs for a long time, and that's always okay. been sure. the way uh, those have gone. I definitely gone. don't don't have the MMO experience. It's kind, so of, maybe it's... it's kind of a shitty thing when you think about it that way, too. Just working so long, so hard for something, and then you lose it. <laughs> right. I guess it's better than just losing it altogether. Like, at least there's a chance yeah. to get it back. That makes it even worse when you lose <laughs> Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... But anyways, yeah. So Grim Valor, it doesn't have that. It it is, it is just a, a side-scrolling, uh, I don't know, hack and slasher. Um, but it it looks really good. Uh, the controls are they're pretty well designed uh, for a mobile thing. So you can just kind of hold down the attack button and you'll continue to slash, which is really nice uh, when you're like you know jump in the air at an enemy and then you can kind of slash and hover in the air while you're attacking them. Uh, you start with a double jump which is always great in my book as the yep. number one video game ability in the world, double jump. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a really good dodge where the person will do like a cool like dashing cartwheel behind the person and then you can attack them again. The enemies all spark when they're about to attack. Uh, and then, yeah, there's like a ton of items in there. You're, you want to get like, you, you can unlock stronger swords. You get strong, You get to have two weapons at a time. So if you press down on the attack button and then swipe in any direction, you'll do a different kind of attack, whether it's like a, a downward smash, like a dashing slash, an up an uppercut kind of attack. Uh, there's secrets to be had. There's, there's bosses in each level. I've probably put in about three and a half hours, and I'm only at the beginning of Act 3 out of 5, so it's pretty lengthy too. Uh, you can upgrade your different stats. There's armor. It is like a fully fleshed out hack and slash game, uh, that it, I'm actually quite enjoying on on the iOS. Unfortunately, it is only on iOS. Uh, yep. It's not on Android yet, which is a bummer. Uh, but yep. I would definitely recommend it for people to check out. Uh, as at least as far as yesterday, it was still sixty percent off, so it was two dollars. Um, so if you're listening to this and this sounds interesting, maybe check it out. Otherwise, it was uh, it's typically five dollars. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, that's Grim Valor, and I uh. Even though the controls aren't the best, I, I think it handles them pretty well enough that uh, I haven't been like completely turned off. Damn, I'm pretty upset. I can't play this. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, anyway. I, I'm assuming it's going to come to other stuff later. It also seems like yeah. one of those games that just kind of might show up on Steam on sooner Steam? or later. Yeah. Uh, especially because I understand this uh, is one of the few games on iOS that actually supports Bluetooth controllers. Uh, I'm okay. not going to do that. I'm not going to play my phone with a Bluetooth controller. I'm not insane. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's not going to happen. But that that is, I, I keep your eye out for Grim Valor. That's a cool thing. Um, moving along, I have been playing Tetris Effect. Nice. What do you think? Yeah, Tetris Effect is a cool game. Uh, I've only played a little bit in VR, mostly because... Uh, when I want to play Tetris, it's usually like, let's just play some Tetris right now, and I don't want to like get out my you know stool, get the headset on, switch everything over, make sure it's all set up properly. Yeah. Um, so f I would say you know 90% of my time with Tetris Effect has been not VR, uh, but that is just a a damn good version of Tetris. Hell yeah, it is. It looks great. It sounds great. The controller's constantly just like pulsing with the music. Uh, I love that on a lot of the stages, every m action you take makes some kind of musical sound that just works with the song. Um, Do you have any any layout so far that seems to be your favorite? 
or any skin, whatever they call it in this game? Sure. So I've only been playing through journey mode. Um, so I, I'm, I'm sure I haven't seen them all. I'm about three quarters of the way through journey mode. Yeah. And I understand there's like weekly challenges and stuff. Where do you find that thing? Those. Uh, so those are, I believe, every Saturday. In like the afternoon. Oh, it's it's what it's only once uh, a week. Yes. Oh, I thought it was like for a whole week you can play this, and then there's nope. a new one. Oh, it's that's like, a bummer. It's like half a day on a Saturday or, or on a Friday, one of the two. Uh, okay. You have to go into the other mode, which I forget what it's actually called. Not not journey mode. It's the other option, which is I guess might be all all the other modes. And then is that is that uh the one that it was originally just question marks? No. So uh. On the main menu. Cause I. Yeah, oh, okay. The journey mode uh, question marks, which you'll unlock okay. later. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I still have the question marks, so I don't know. But I do know it's the the other uh, option that you're talking about now. Yeah. I haven't l so messed around too much like in there. Classic mode and all the other stuff is yeah. Okay. It'll show up there, and it'll like it'll like the first thing you'll see when you log into that site is like, hey, it's like there's a weekly ritual going on right now. Like play okay. These, play these modes and earn points to unlock this effect or feature or avatar or whatever they want to do. Okay. Uh, going back to your question, I don't think I have a favorite at the moment. I need to replay some ones just to kind of uh, focus a bit more on the skin as opposed to just the uh, blocks the flying down. That, that's fair. Yeah, I've I found that uh, at the moment, I was gonna say at the moment, level uh, speed level eight is is like my limit anything above that it starts getting too much for me although uh, I think in my last session of play I was getting up to around 10 where it was feeling like my limit so I am definitely getting better at it uh, but I would say for right now 8 is like my comfort zone that's fair I can't wait till you get to try out like uh, the master master mode master mode you're gonna be like what the hell why sure I'm excited um from the skins I do remember, I like the city one that's kind of all jazzy because mm -hmm. every action you take is like a jazz instrument note. Uh, that's in like the second set of from Journey Mode, I believe. Yep. Uh, and I also like the windmill one from the first set in, uh, in the Journey Mode uh, just because it looks so different than the other ones. It's not like it's not a neon like glowing whale or whatever it's ever it's just windmills and and all the uh pieces are cogs so i just kind of like how different that one is i'd say my favorite one is the fire one which you should have seen already uh i've definitely i thought i've seen maybe a couple fire ones it should be like it, in the second set it's the, the one is that the one with like people like bowing yes, to it that one. That okay one's my favorite song okay i'll have to replay that one and remember the songs i don't the only other one I'd, i would argue that i like is as much if not more is the master mode skin but i'm pretty sure you have to beat master mode to unlock it which is a nightmare great uh i have also seen the original game boy one online yep and i'm excited about that one yeah i think so, you gotta yeah. be level 50 to get that unfortunately cool i think i'm level like 11 yeah, right now no level leveling up is pretty slow in that game I haven't touched in a while, and I ended at, like, 18. Oh, wow, okay, cool. Uh, but, yeah, it's just a good-ass version of Tetris. Uh, I'm glad I got it on sale, because it was on sale for 20 bucks. It was half price I'm when I jealous. picked it up. Yeah, that was that was pretty exciting. 
continuing on, I've I've started up Destiny 2 again. I'm on to the second bit uh, section of the DLC, Warmind. Don't have a whole lot to say about that. Uh, it seems fine. I just kind of want to get to Forsaken because I understand that's when the extremely cool stuff starts. Um, <clears throat> but I, I want to like level up more. I don't want to use their like little item they give you to to get to a suitable level. Uh, I want to just I want to play all of it. Uh, they have a Christmas event right now, which seems lame, for the most part. Yeah. But uh, about right. But the main hub area is at least has snow falling, and you can throw a snowball at nothing if you okay. want. Hooray! Awesome. Yep. Yep. Speaking of uh, winter updates, Moonlighter got a random just Christmas update. The main town is just snowy and has presents everywhere. It doesn't do anything, but nice. That was nice to see. I'm, I'm, that's always fun. And then the last game, I put a good chunk of time into Below. Cappy's Below. Because uh, this okay. came out on Game Pass, which I yeah. thought was an absolute get for Microsoft. Uh, I'm what curious, Paul, did you check out Below? I did not, no. This seems like something you would be into. Okay. Um, so for those who don't know, Cappy, makers of Super Time Force, uh, made something completely different. Um, whereas Super Time Force is bright and colorful and full of laughs, this is dark and bleak and pretty much... and abs- Actually, it's entirely silent. Uh, um, it's not, not the qu- Quiet Man level. It's not Quiet Man silent, but there's no text, there's no audio uh, like language. It is just sound effects and you know atmospheric music. Uh, I've okay. been hearing a lot of people comparing it to Zelda. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, I would compare it more to just any kind of isometric dungeon crawler. Um, okay. So, like, you know, the dungeon areas of um, of Moonlighter, for example, was came to mind just because I've been playing Moonlighter. Um, first off, it is it is definitely going for like a like a like a tone and a feeling. You are way pulled back the camera, so your character is real small that you can barely make out. Uh, kind of how they look and it's a roguelike in in the sense that uh you you come aboard come ashore to this island and then you just start going deeper and deeper into it there's a a big emphasis on light where you have a lantern and you need to kind of walk around uh procedurally generated uh levels of the dungeon uh as you go deeper finding uh what some kind of like shards or tokens um Uh, it's a, it's also it, it, how how I feel uh, a souls like is in terms of when you die you need to go recollect your body. Um, sure. You actually have to do it this time. It, even if you die again, the f- f- corpse will still be there because your lantern stays there, and you need that lantern to open up certain doors through the use of magic or something. Um, okay. You can you can make torches, but that will take away. Uh, your shield hand. Uh, so on the triggers you have a uh, right trigger is your sword, left trigger is your shield or the lantern or the torch, and then right bumper is the dash or the like st- dodge backwards. Um, 
And yeah, it's just a run-based, like, get as deep as you can. There's different enemies and whatnot. Uh, it's it's extremely obtuse in which it, it doesn't point you anywhere at any point. You literally have no idea what you're doing when you start the game. You just have to kind of walk along the only path until you start finding a door, and then you just start walking around. You, you can come across uh, campfires, which will eventually warp you into some, like, dream state that will allow you to put items in chests for future runs to pick up. Okay. Um, so that's the only kind of, like, carrying over you you can have, except for, like, the tokens that you're trying to collect for whatever reason. Like I said, this the game doesn't talk to you at, in any way. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know anything about anything in this game. Mm -hmm. uh, my problem is I, I'm not really finding it all that fun. Uh, I Yeah. I'm sure they're going for th this specifically, but I am constantly just always on like edge of like, I, I like I definitely feel lost, and that's and that they want me to feel like that, despite me having sure. a, a decent map, and it, it's not fully procedural gener procedurally generated the 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 floors. There will be like exits and and specific staircases will still be in the same location like they'll always kind of be off to the left if that's where it was before uh but then how you get to that exit will be different like the in-betweens will be different um there there'll be traps and stuff so you have to kind of you definitely want to have a light source open so that you can see because a lot of those traps are just one hit kills which can really suck in a game that is all about get as far as you can with all these items Having yeah. like spikes just pop out really sucks. Luckily, uh, the enemies can get hit by the traps as well, which is nice to see. Uh, a lot of the time, games will have like floor damage, but only for you for some reason. Um, so mm. yeah, I'm I'm definitely I haven't played it for about a week and a half. I don't think I'm gonna go back to. It. I think my time with it is is kind of done. It just kind of sure. did not leave a great first impression, uh, and I I kind of just wish I was having more fun with it. Uh, or or even just like a little more direction and that might be just a, a, a personal thing because I'm sure there will be people that kind of like just how open and how like unforgiving the the quest line is or whatever uh, but I, yeah. I, I would have liked to have any, some kind of purpose some kind of like you know like hey try and get to here or because a lot of the times I don't even know when I come across something weird am I missing something am I missing an item Am I, am I is this, am I supposed to be coming back with something later? Should, is this or is this actually nothing? And and it gives me no kind of ideas of of whether or not I'm I'm like doing well, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, and for whatever reason, they also have survival mechanics in there. So there's a hunger, a thirst, and a warmth Ugh. mechanic. I haven't mm -hmm. run into any scenarios yet where I've had those get lo lowered. Okay. Uh, too bad. Because um, water is pretty easy to find. Anytime you kind of come across a puddle, you can fill up your bottle. You can eat almost any... Because anytime you kill an enemy, you can, like, sca scavenge their corpse for, like, food and or, or rocks or, or you know, uh, bones to craft. There's a crafting mechanic that they don't tell you how to craft anything. You just have to kind of select an item. And then other ones will light up if they can be combined. So you have to start kind of remembering how to make bandages, how to make torches, how to make arrows. Sure. Um, yeah, it just doesn't seem like the, the style of game for me. Um, but every achievement is 100 points, so you get a couple of those, and you've gotten 500 <laughs> I was achievement waiting, points. I was waiting for the catch. 
Yeah, waiting for a silver lining. Uh, there, yeah, there's a silver lining. I don't know if I'd call it a catch because it's not enticing me to play anymore. I'm pretty much done with Below. I guess that's fair. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer because Cappy has been working on this game for like six years or something like that. So, do, like, do they ever... I'm looking at a bunch of screenshots and, like, reviews and stuff. Uh, it's pretty split down the board uh, for reviews. There are people that like it. There are people that don't. I'm reading some other reviews while listening to you. It sounds uh, like they are trying too hard to go for a combination of things that maybe inherently don't work well together. Like, the idea of a roguelite progression or lack thereof with a Dark Souls thing, it doesn't feel like you ever have that moment like in a Souls game or in like a hard roguelite where you have that moment of, I made it to this point and now... I can continue to get stronger. It sounds like it just kind of always is like, let's see how far we can get. And that sounds shitty to me. But the most important thing I have to ask you is, are there any locations that don't look dreary and kind of crappy? Like all these screenshots look boring. So I understand there are different biomes. Like the second biome is like an ice area. I never got to there. I'm still in like the rock, dark, wet cave. That's what um, I'm seeing here. It's like, this looks... I hope there's more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess there will be more if you if you kind of... If you kind of muscle through. Uh, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to have to muscle through to the next part. You can also... So there is a kind of currency that you can spend on... Making uh, uh, warps to where you're okay. at. To, so if you, some some uh, of the, the campfires will let you spend about 25 of these items, and these items pop off of enemies you've killed. Okay. They, they're also the currency to keep the lantern going, which is a bummer. Um, just kind mm-hmm. of like it over time, okay. it, 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 it eats from there. Uh, but you can then make a one-time use warp, so if you start the game again, you can warp back to whatever the last campfire that you activated this warp on. Uh, which that can be fine. Although if you do that, you're going to kind of run into the scenario of having like not a lot of gear at a later stage than you might want. Like you might not, you won't have all your fire arrows or anything or all the bandages you've crafted if you use that right away. So that's kind of weird. It kind of reminds me of, um, if, if you think about like Spelunky or even Dead Cells. Yeah. You know, if you get all the way to, like, the second last stage or whatever, you're going to have quite a lot of gear with you. Sure. And if you die there, if they gave you the option to start back at the, where you died at the at your beginning state, you would not want to do that because you would be underleveled. You would not have enough items to progress very far. So you sure, kind of I, need the whole run to be ready for that end part. And this kind of has that... I would argue just having the elevator guy or whatever the dude to open those up in general gives you some progression to shoot for it's so that uh well it's not permanent though it's one-time use so let's say i make it to level six I honestly my- it sounds like a lot of bad decisions that don't gel well together like the more you're it sounds like they wanted to do something, and maybe they did it, but to me, it just doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't sound like it works to me. And it's obviously, or maybe not obviously, but it sounds like it didn't work for you. <laughs> yeah, and again, I, I, I think I want to more reiterate the, the fact of it doesn't seem like a me game. Uh, sure. Which seems accurate because you're, you're seeing a lot of differing reviews. 
I could definitely see this being for someone because there are definitely people who like just not getting handheld at all, just like you know but wanting up a tough game. It looks uh, bad tough though. Like there's a bunch of darkness and then a monster attacks this guy and he's dead. Like that's not fun. Uh, I wouldn't say monster. Like again, the the traps could be kind of bullshit. The monsters, yeah. for the most part, they glow, so you know when they're okay. coming. Uh, there will be new monsters that you'll have to kind of figure out their, uh, you know, their attack patterns, which that can, sure. that has a learning curve to it. Um, sure. I I think the I think the big thing is is the first few hours are just are so obtuse and and they're not explaining enough that it is hard to to feel a sense of progression and wanting to keep going with it is is my Fair. is my takeaway from it. It doesn't have a great intro. And like I said, there's different biomes I've never been to, so maybe it gets better when you get your when you kind of wrap your mind around it. Uh, uh-huh. but that the beginning has just kind of turned me off. And survival mechanics really? Like fuck off. Yeah, it's it's weird it, that those are the in hot there like thing. I guess is it still? No, I guess? but games keep doing it. It's frustrating. <laughs> hey, Daisy came out last week, though, right? Hooray! Finally, yeah. State of Decay Two had them as well, right? Yeah, that's uh, true. Again, like I said, I haven't had much of an issue with the survival mechanics, but kind of always having that in the back of my head is like, well, I guess I should hang on to another bottle of water just in case. I will say this: Ice weird, Biome like... looks much nicer <laughs> already because. It's just like not a dank shitty cave. It's a cave, but it's not a shitty cave. If that makes yeah, sense. It's one of them nice caves. It's a nice cave. Someone yeah. put up a chandelier and some curtains. It's great. Bring home to mother. Uh but yeah, so that's below. Again, it's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, you might as well check it out. Cool. Alright, let's move on to some news. Uh, a lot of this news is from the week before when I wasn't here, and I just still had it saved. Okay, cool. Uh, first off, we got uh, the PlayStation Plus games for next month. Once this loads, uh, we're, on, we're going to get Steep and yes. Portal Knights for the okay. PS4. We're going to get Zone of Enders HD Collection Ooh. and Amplitude for the PS3. Mm-hmm. And we are going to get Fallen Legion, Flames of Rebellion, and Super Mutant Alien Assault for the Vita. I'm excited about Zone of Vendors HD Collection. I will definitely check. I've been wanting to check that out, but I haven't been wanting to just buy it. So this is perfect. Uh, continuing with that, we got. let's look at the games with gold, uh, which I think is both very good and pretty dumb for next <laughs> month. Uh, first yeah. off, we're getting Celeste. So that's yes. awesome. That is good. Celeste is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you haven't played Celeste, it, you will get it for somewhat free next month. We're also getting some car-focused game called WRC6. World Rally I, Championship. I could not tell you anything about this series of games, but there's been at least six of them. Okay. Uh, we're right. also getting That's Far Cry too. 2 on the it's, 360. Wait, wait really? Yep. That's so weird. What a weird... <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's something even weirder. We are getting Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light for the 360. Okay. Not even the newer one. <laughs> which, hang on, Yeah. was released as Games with Gold years ago. Yep. That's true. This is literally the first time they have repeated a game. 
Wait, actually? There's no way that's just yes. the first time. I feel like that should have happened no. way sooner. And I feel like this game may have no. been the culprit like five times. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it should have happened way sooner. Why would I want a repeat game? Well, I'm not saying what it should have. I'm just saying I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Yeah. I understand, you know, I'm sure there was tons of people who didn't have gold back then, so they'll be getting it. But I did. So this is only three new games for me. One more reason why uh, Game Pass is better than Games with Gold. Life is hard, man. Yep. yep. It's just game. Too hard. 2019. I thought it was supposed to be better than 2018. It's not we're, already. We're starting with this shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Discord in the in after Epic Games came out with their 88-12 uh, split. Yeah. 88. Yeah, 88-12. Discord was like, you know what? In 2019, we're doing a 90-10 <laughs> split. Hmm? Um, so way to I'm hey competition is clearly good for uh for everyone. Just the way that is. One dollar ninety ten. Fuck off. One dollar, <laughs> Bob. <assholes>. One dollar. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's exactly. a ra- it's a race a to the bottom. Right to them. <laughs> like you know exactly. It's a race to the bottom. This is how this is how consumerism works. This is good for developers. Like yeah, this it, yeah. it is for sure. So. <laughs> Uh, I think they even came out with like the head on their Twitter uh, statement, basically saying, uh, it barely even costs like 10% to put out a game in 2018 or no, no, it was something like it doesn't cost 30% or it doesn't cost 12. They were basically just saying like, you can do it for cheaper and we'll show you. So probably uh, doesn't even cost 10 if we're going to be real as serious, but yeah, I get where they're going. <laughs> Yeah, they say, anyway. you know, they say the remaining 10% yeah. covers our operating costs and we'll explore lowering it by optimizing our tech and making things more efficient. So maybe it'll get even lower. Why not 99.1? We yeah, are the 1%. There you go. Hashtag 1%. Uh, I guess good going Discord. I wonder how the other ones will uh, respond. Steam is just going to be like, whatever. Have fun losing money. <laughs> that that's I'm sure that's exactly what Steam's gonna be doing. Uh oh, good times. Reggie Fizeme spoke to the Wall Street not Wall Street, um was it Hollywood Reporter? What was the place? Hollywood Reporter, yes. Uh just about kind of the Switch and Nintendo at the moment, and there was just an interesting quote in here saying uh that the Ness and SNES, once they have sold out of their current stock, will be gone, that's it. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah. uh, the specific quote is: uh, "We've also been clear on <clears throat> clear that, at least from an America's perspective, these products are going to be available through the holiday season, and once they sell out, they're gone, and that's it." So, basically, what I just said. So, if you've been thinking about getting a NES or SNES Classic and waiting, uh, don't wait too much longer. They won't be around much for much more. Yeah. And we were just talking before the show that the PlayStation Classic is a joke. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was uh, I was seriously considering if it goes cheap enough, I might pick one up to rip it apart, use the shell for a Raspberry Pi with every. I've I've been hearing that's game. that's the way to actually do it now. There was some article yeah. or video that got put out recently that stated that apparently the emulators that you can put on the SNES Classic 
are better at running PlayStation 1 games than the PlayStation Classic. Oh my god. They fucked it up so bad. Jesus. I'm impressed how well they dropped the ball on this one. Like that's like every- that takes effort to, to screw it up that badly. Every like, you time you have to try. Every time we talked about it, it got worse somehow. It started off awesome, then it got worse and worse and worse and now we're here at the Well, I think it just got possible. worse and worse as we learned more and more about it. Yeah. Because like I said, like True. for those for those who want like a quick comparison, the Ness and SNES Classic have never once gone on discount, not once in their entire life. So the PlayStation Classic currently can be bought for sixty dollars American or Canadian, which would be about forty five dollars American. Yeah, um, I thought I saw it for like fifty American like yesterday, or am I, well, that might have just been a Boxing Day sale, but yeah. Mm. But yeah, no, that that thing dropped price in less than a month, which is insane. Like, I think they expected to do way better than they did, and then they realized, like, no one wanted it because of how they did everything. Yeah, and I keep thinking, like, man, forty five, like, I should get, I should, why don't I get one of those? And then I keep thinking, like, it runs the games bad. Like, it would be a bad way to play these games. Well, I know there's no reason to get this thing. Except for like modding it, which is something I I don't have the patience to research and figure out how to do. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, Ghost Kid in the chat is saying with a special app discount, you can get the PlayStation Classic for under forty dollars at Target right now. Yeah. He's correct. I do I do remember seeing that. So, uh, Winged Wolf has a good question. What went wrong exactly? Is it just the games list? That's uh, that was the first problem where that we, we had. Yeah, where would we start on this? <laughs> uh, so a bunch of the games on there are PAL versions, so they run at fifty hertz instead of sixty. So basically, they run slower, including like fighting games. Like yeah. Tekken is one of them. It's it's literally a slowed down version of the game. Uh, that was the first big thing. Uh, a lot of games that people wanted on there weren't on there. Like no power cord. That's right. Oh, it also oh didn't come with a power God. cord. I forgot about that. It didn't have, like, the USB thing? No. Oh, I, th- I could have sworn it did. Um, uh, and th- the other big one was a lot of the kind of emulation. It, it was running it bad, like a lot of how it was showing the images. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Scan lines were done poorly. If you want, like, a really comprehensive and, and well-put-together breakdown, uh, Digital Foundry has, like, a 20-minute video, uh, as per usual, but going in real depth of like what is wrong with this and like why it is it is like such poor quality. So I, I would I would definitely point you there. Basically, kind of what we just said, but in like actual detail uh, with examples and, and whatnot. Moving on, Life is Strange two episode two comes out January twenty fourth. So I'm excited. Yep, I mean episode one is one of the six that I have ready to go, just haven't gotten to yet. So nice, I'd recommend that. That's a that's a yep. it's a good quick one to do. It's like it's like three hours or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got a few from Discord for some news topics. Uh, someone basically just kind of wanted to hear what we thought about Fortnite stealing all these people's dances. Mm. Uh, so for those who don't know, uh, obviously there's a lot of pop culture related. Uh, dance emotes in Fortnite and a number of I don't want to say artists, a number of uh, pop culture pop, yeah, pop culture icons 
I feel or, like even that's a strong word for it. It's it's a strong word for some of them, yeah. A, a number of people have come forward saying, like, hey, I came up with this dance, and you are selling it for money. I should be getting it. And there are now three lawsuits against Epic. Uh, the three I know of are the Carlton dance. Yep. Uh, the Floss uh, dance. The Floss dance from Backpack Kid, which I did not realize that's where flossing came from. That's not where it came from, but he did it famously. He memed yeah. oh. it. So he, yeah. okay. he memed it on Ellen, right. didn't he? No, it was yes. like Katy Perry, wasn't it? Oh, no, you're right, Katy oh. Perry. Yep. Yep. And so, glad you're up on your dances, Sean. Is it yep. two milli or for the milli rock? The rapper two milli, something like that? Something, I something like know. that. <laughs> S- yeah. Something like that. Uh, those are the ones that currently have lawsuits going against Fortnite. <clears throat> There's a number of other people that have come up and spoken about it. For example, um, that guy from Scrubs. JD? He got upset. Nope. Uh, Turk. Oh, Turk. Okay. I forget his name. He's upset. Uh, specifically, also because these emotes look exactly identical to the dances. Epic didn't put any kind of twist on them. Uh, so, yeah, what, what, what are our thoughts on, the, on this? Uh, if... Fortnite wasn't as popular as it is. This is a non-issue. People are just trying to get theirs. 100%. That's all it is. Hundred percent. Uh, so that's true. There is a real-life lawyer YouTuber I follow, and he did a video on this. His name is Legal Eagle. It's kind of a dumb name, but his videos are dope as hell. Uh, basically, he's not like he didn't give an opinion because he's a lawyer. So he just gave the facts. The facts are you can uh, copyright law can protect choreographies, social dance moves like the Walter McRain are not protected. It depends on how the jury or, law- or lawyers or whatever kind of go at this uh, and the judge's ruling. So not exactly. Sh- he's not even exactly sure what they're going to go under. I don't think he cares, frankly, because he is a professional person. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Fortnite on YouTube. Um, well, but... I, here's the thing. Apparently, the Flossing Kid actually did some promo work for Epic for Fortnite. So apparently, uh, mm. his lawsuit is fucks. Because <laughs> I'm sure they had some sort of clause being like, hey, you, we, yeah. we're working with you, so maybe don't sue us. There's got to be something like that in there. But as for the other two, it's you're right. It's going to take... It's only happening because it's a popular game right now. Because apparently... Someone put out a list of like how many games had the Carlton dance in it, and of course none of them are getting sued. They've all been out for years. It's only because right, Fortnite's yeah. popular. Plenty of them, yeah. I mean, yeah, Destiny has it, and, and uh, plenty, of, plenty of other ones. Uh, it is just because Fortnite's popular, but that's also the yeah. you know the other way to interpret that is so a lot of money is being made off of this person's dance. Sure. Where, where if it wasn't popular, no money would be making it off this dance. It wouldn't have come across as that much of a of a deal. Especially because seeing... it's a real money thing. It's an emote in the battle pass and stuff, which is real money. So, yep. like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's true. Uh, what I I don't know enough about the the legal side of any of this. I'm kind of curious for things like specifically like the Carlton dance. Wouldn't the studio own the rights to that? Now that's an interesting thing because apparently also the Carlton dance. I was reading up on this. Was he stole it? Yeah, he stole it from someone else, like some from. Uh... Monica from Friends, I can't remember her name. Courtney Cox was in a Bruce Springsteen video, 
and she did kind of the little arm dance and he just basically exaggerated it more yeah that's what it was yep so like a lot of these have weird legal grounds that i'm not even sure they even will win on it's definitely yeah. a money grab but like it's interesting to see what's going to happen for like things in the future for like game taunts and stuff because this could mean those go away in other games not just Fortnite. yeah it's it's weird too like i highly recommend people check out this legal eagle guy uh if not just for this video like to shed some light on it he also does like some like opinions or like what a real lawyer thinks of like these law like parts in shows or movies and stuff and oh he's, he's kind that of, guy uh, okay he's that guy yeah he's uh started to blow up like he's doing Fortnite content, so of course he's blowing up. <laughs> um, I found it interesting that social dance moves like the waltz or macarena are not considered protected. That was interesting to me, but like actual choreographed things where a company like hired a bunch of people or a dan like a lead dancer to like teach this thing that can be copywritten. So it's weird, man. I don't think these will fall under it. I think they're more under the social dance thing. I'm but... more I'm more surprised that the Macarena wouldn't have been copywritten considering how big of a right? hit that was. Right? It's probably also just one of those things of like where's it based since every state has different legislation and you can go in this whole like terrible <laughs> rabbit hole of red tape. That's what you're saying is you've you've been reading up on this for a while and it's crazy. Well, just on legal shit in general <laughs> yeah it's crazy how far all of it goes so this was no surprise uh i don't think they are going to get through especially because like do they think epic games can't afford lawyers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i know they should uh, still should try or whatever but damn man <laughs> i don't know that seems like a juggernaut to go up against do you we'll think see. Epic Games might just be like, yo, we have the money, let's just, just like buy you out. just buy it out so we can stop getting this bad press? Because yeah, it seems like almost it. like every two weeks now, someone else comes out and says, hey, you also stole mine. Just a heads up, they also stole mine. And it's just not a great look regardless of whether it's like a legal issue or not for Epic. Totally. But then at what point do you stop it? It's like that thing like people say that when like... I can't remember who, I think it was a rapper was just saying that, like, as soon as they got famous and played on the radio, all of a sudden every family member they've ever known started calling and wanting for money. It's going to be the same thing. That, like, well, I think point... what you do is, you know, if you wanted to be totally above the board and make sure you ha you've covered your bases, is mm -hmm. you just work with these artists or, you know, I don't I hesitate to say the word artist, but I need some kind of word for this group <laughs> of people. <laughs> But, like, what if uh, you don't have to because they didn't create it? This is just a thing people do, and there's no reason to... Just because this guy did it first, who fucking cares? Yeah, I that's, guess. That's, uh, well, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. This I is don't know. why the, I didn't the good, go to law, because... I mean, yeah, from from a money standpoint, if you don't have to pay anyone, you, you won't. Why would you? But from, yeah. like, a, a like, a good guy, you know, making sure everyone feels good you could just work with the person like, you know, and mm -hmm. even like I, it's not that far out to be like, you know, have some kind of like, and now we brought in this person's latest dance. We Look, we got soldier boys crank that it's coming in October or whatever, you know? 
It seems weird to me that they just wouldn't, especially after hearing that fucking Floss kid worked with him. Like, just seems like something they would do anyway. So, like, why is this even... Oh, it's weird. This is such a weird thing. It is, yeah. All right, last story. Uh, Heroes of the Storm from Blizzard is going to be slowing down production significantly. Uh, uh, their esports thing. They're just taking away their esports thing, not going to be putting money into it, and taking a bunch of uh, people working on that and Heroes of the Storm in general and moving it to other projects, which I hope is AKA Diablo 4 because fuck Blizzard, give me something. You have to give me something. Um, well, hey, they just gave you Diablo 3 on Switch. They didn't give me that. I have yes, to buy they did. that. I, I don't want to. I don't want to buy that. I have well, that. I'm, I'm saying in terms see. of putting stuff out, they just put that out. Um, they're working on that Diablo mobile game. You're really winning them over with this, Sean. I'm just I'm I'm giving you the facts. Anyways, they, they didn't they, make that mobile. So game. yes, they're taking people Chinese off. Chinese which company did? Uh, anyway, they're taking people off. Um, Heroes, uh, Heroes of the Storm, which will. Argue, which will definitely slow down production of new stuff. They have said that they are still planning to make new characters and things will still be coming to it. And then yep. the big one was that the two esports properties they had regarding Heroes of the Storm will be gone, uh, titled Heroes Global Championship and Heroes of the Dorm, which the I guess dorm. was like, which was a college-based yep. school thing. That's a that's a good name. <laughs> I can say that. This is the first I'd ever heard of that, but that's a fun name. Yep. Um, so I guess it's a bummer for the community a, a bit, but at least it's not like Dead Dead. Yeah. All right. That's it for news. Let's do some questions. If people want to send questions, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send questions in. I'll read this first one from Micaiah, who says, What would it require to convince you to spend money on a gotcha or loot box-centric game? For those who may be unaware, gotcha games are games where you use the in-game currency to randomly acquire characters or items from a large list. I'd be really no into the game. spending money. Yeah. As long as I'm into the game, I have no problem spending money in it. I guess the other thing is it's got to feel like it's going to help me. Well, I mean, it, it'll, it definitely will help you. You'll, you'll have something you didn't have. I'll, so. I'll, I'll use this as a comparison. Uh, I'm playing Sega Heroes on my phone. I feel like I would not put money into that. Agreed. The, the game does not feel like it respects you as a player. Can you give an <laughs> example so of like what you would put money into that was it would not be useful or not helpful? So in, in uh, Sega Heroes, you can buy diamonds, which lets you either use them to get more stamina or get, like, certain items. But the the cost rate versus the amount of money you have to put in is, is not balanced. It's really imbalanced. Okay, so, I mean, those would help you. It's just you think it's too expensive. Well, now, here's the thing, too. Like, you need to get X amount of shards to like unlock a character for example like a legendary character for example is 60 or is 50 or 65 shards something like that i think it's 65 are shards the diamonds you mentioned no shards are oh. literally like another collectible you can get that uh help you unlock a character okay 300 diamonds gives you 20 shards 
randomly pulled from four different like tiers. So like the the character that needs sixty five shards has a nine percent chance of being pulled on one of them, or like one of the ones from that level, and on the second pull has a point five chance, I think it is. Something okay. bonkers like that. So basically, like, you at best have, like, a 9% shot of getting one part of one of the legendary characters. And keep in mind, you need 65 parts to get them. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's... I My eyes are already, like, glazing over when you're explaining all yeah. the in-app stuff with <laughs> that. So, yeah, that's silly. Um, okay, can you think of an example of one that you did put money into you did enjoy like it was a, wor a worthwhile record keeper what did that give you what was the conversion uh, there high odds on getting new weapons for my characters because at the very least even if i didn't get the high weapon i was looking for i got some weapon okay you bought uh, also loot boxes in overwatch right yes okay and those were all like for fun cosmetic stuff when i was into the game sure paul do you have an example of ones you have put money into uh, for gacha games like specific or just any yeah. loot box centric sort of thing. Either. Okay. Um. Uh. I mean, we were just talking about Heroes of the Storm. I would just straight up buy like skins and stuff, or like, and it became boxes at some point. But didn't really do the. I don't like buying boxes itself. I'd rather. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I have done it, but I just I'm trying to think of what game it would be. Probably a mobile game of some sort. I'm trying to think of some of the. Did games you ever I like Pokemon Go? Yes, I did play Pokemon Go. I never had to buy anything though. It felt pretty okay. Okay. The stuff that it gave. Yeah, I don't think I've ever spent money. I'm trying to think of the big games where it's like, well, why didn't I? And I think of, like, Overwatch. And for the most part, it was like, because I was getting loot boxes at an okay pace just by playing. Sure. Um, but for also just, like, the for the most part, I kind of just didn't care about getting the costume earlier or not. It wasn't a big deal to me. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's perfectly fair. Yeah, because I, I want to say, like, I, I, sh I would normally be fine with putting some money in, especially if it was free originally and I want to support the game. But for the yeah. most part, uh, if the game is, is like, if I'm enjoying it and, I, and I'm at a point where I want to support it, I'm probably, like, okay with how I'm playing it in the progression already, so I don't feel, like, the urge to, right. which is kind of weird. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like Overwatch would probably be mine, too, because some of those skins are just too good. Yeah, I mean, I and I, I really enjoyed Overwatch, but I just never felt the urge to put additional money into it to get the skins. It was more just like, well, if I get the skin, I get the skin. If I don't, whatever. Oh, I know the obvious one, Hearthstone. I've spent so much money on Hearthstone because cards, a card game. That's just the way those operate. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh... All right, I can grab the next one from Hebrew Lantern. ATDP, what are your favorite dates you've had with your significant other, and do you have any super memorable first dates overall? 
Super memorable first date. Yeah, well, if, if no, nothing super memorable is jumping to mind for a first date, so I guess I don't have one of those or uh, I don't remember yeah. it. Favorite date was probably taking Reese to Disneyland. We went sure. We were in cool. LA, so we're just like, hey, let's go to Disneyland. I feel like the 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 thing I've had with the last uh, couple people I've I've had a relationship with is not so much a date, um, but just kind of like the date went on really long because we just like chatted for a while, like way longer than you normally would. Because mm, sure. yeah. like neither of you kind of wanted to end, and those have always been memorable. And that 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 typically happens. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that uh, one at all. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. But like, it's it's like we're not doing really anything besides just chatting and enjoying each other's company. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if I have any favorite dates. Yeah, I guess all my dates are super boring because I can't remember well, anything. You did. I'm like, proud of you. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's been dates that have just been like, at the time, this is great, but none of them have been like skydiving. Like, they haven't been like that. Yeah, standard. I'm trying to think. Like, have I ever gone on like an event and it's or like a like take all the things, all the like the cool stuff I've like done with my girlfriend hasn't been like, let me take you on this on this amazing date. It's more just like, hey, we're gonna go do this thing as a right, as a couple yeah. or or whatever. I I don't know. I guess and, that's and there's nothing wrong with that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm hey, I'm not I'm not over here feeling bad. I'm just like I don't have a great answer for this. Memorable. Yeah. First dates specifically aren't very memorable because they're usually the worst date. Yeah. <laughs> Learning each other. I don't know, but part of that is makes it exciting. I guess so. You anyway. would think they'd be more memorable then. Yeah, like, I don't you know. You have yeah. a point, but like <laughs> All right. Uh, I okay. I have a tiny little funny story from from the first day with my current girlfriend. This isn't anything amazing. We went out for dinner, um, and I was like, I you know, hey, I, I would I'm, I asked you out. Please let me pay for it. You know, this is my treat. Um, but uh, they for some reason wouldn't take my debit card or my oh credit no. card, and I had no cash oh, on man. me, and I was like, oh crap. Um, so I had, I had to be, they were like, well, there's an ATM down the street. And I was like, okay, cool. So I had to like walk down the street, get some cash and, and go back. But that was just kind of like an awkward scenario of like, oh, oh, geez, this is not a good look. (laughs) But I mean, it was totally understandable. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John, you want to take this next one from VGC Kenny? Sure. VGC Kenny writes in and says, if Skybound nails the remaining Walking Dead episodes, would you want them to do more projects? If so, how long of a break would you want them to take between Walking Dead and whatever the next project would be? (coughs) Also, if so, would you want them to handle another property? If so, which one? Or have an original story? Uh, I'm going to be real. I don't think any company is going to trust anything associated with uh, Telltale right now well um, i think it was it was telltale management not the developers i mean right? yeah i guess because even them were like they were like sucker punched they had no idea it was blowing up that fast um has skybound done any games or did they literally just buy developers and say we don't know what we're doing but you guys know how to make a game please make i think a game. i think, I think the latter yep. yep um here's the thing 
if they nail the remaining Walking Dead episodes, I haven't kind of cared about the Walking Dead Telltale series type stuff in a long time. So I kind of don't care if they make something else after. It's not a big deal to me. And like, I don't play their games, so I kind of also don't care. I mean, I feel like there's still a, a spot in the world for that kind of game, though. So I'd imagine if they handle it well, people will want them to do more. Because I'm sure like, there was a market for Telltale games no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there were. Yeah, sure. it, it's just whether or not they're managed well enough to keep going. And also with the... Also, if so, do you want them to handle another property? For the love of fucking God, yes. Just stop with The Walking Dead after it. The, you're done with this stuff. If you're going to do more of those... Just try another property. Okay, I'm, I looked up Skybound Games. I'm on skyboundgames.com slash games. I think okay. they're more of a publisher because they have... Oh. The, they have Slime Rancher, The Long Dark. Oh, wow. They even have Death's Gambit oh. and Hollow Knight. Death's Gambit, but that's uh, Adult Swim Games. I'm seeing Skybound Games to distribute Death's Gambit and Hollow Knight. I'll click on this link and see what it says. Uh, in we're that partner- case... We're partnering with Adult Swim Games to bring Death's Gambit to PS4. Uh-huh. So if they're so, a publisher, then yes, I want them to keep choosing good projects, I guess. Yeah. You know what? For the most part... uh. I think that they picked up the Telltale people. I think the way they've been handling it seems well. Trying to, you know, rehiring old devs, that's, that seems like the right play there. Um, so, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Uh, I, guess, I guess the question more is, do we want this team, whatever, like this internal team now, this ex-Telltale team, to be making more games? I guess that would make more sense for this question, right? I mean, if they get to actually do their damn jobs and not be fucked over by mismanagement, <laughs> I'd say why not? Yeah. 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 I enjoy the Telltale games. I would like those people to keep doing stuff. You know, there there was a year there where Telltale or uh, Walking Dead Season 1 was my game of the year. I've enjoyed the other games they've made. You know, Wolf Among Us was good. I enjoyed the the uh, the first Batman one and the Borderlands one. I would like them to do more games. I agree. I'm done with the Walking Dead games. They've made enough. I fell off of those a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Please make another one. Uh original or a property i i kind of don't care actually you know what i'm going to change my answer here when they're done with the walking dead i don't want them to do another telltale thing i just want to see what those that team can do like with man oh like not another adventure game no i just want to see like what they would be good at. i want them to try something new sure yep i'm fine like i what if what they want to do is just more telltale adventure game style stuff i'm I'm fine with that oh well i mean then they need to be thrown in jail of course (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they need to be incarcerated for life. Uh, wow. I, part, of, part of me is like, I would like to see them try something different. The other part is like, I don't want the Telltale-style adventure game to go away. Luckily, we have like Life is Strange also doing that too. Um, mm-hmm. But I do I do enjoy that style of game quite a bit, so I, I would like someone to, you know, to have one of those to be looking forward to, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacket K says, do you think DLC characters' inclusion in Smash will result in us gaining more spirits based on their series? Could anything else new be added, like stages and music? For example, would Joker's inclusion in Smash result in us getting new spirits from the Persona series? Probably. 
I'm assuming Nintendo would probably give them like a stage as well, and then the stage would have music for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, they confirm music and stage and the character for each release. Okay, so Piranha like that, Plant that is, gets that its own no, stage. Uh, yes, that's been that is for sure. Although Piranha Plant's a special exception, but I believe he is getting a stage. Okay, what do you think his stage is going to be, or hers? Uh, probably it, just like a grassy plain, or it could be a pipe maze, which would be also fun. That'd okay. be cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't put more spirits in. Those seem like the easiest things since it's basically like sure. character art. Well, it's more they so if, they, if they're going to bother getting the rights and paying extra. That's that's the for real like for question. like another character. Because because yeah, it wouldn't be a Joker spirit. He'd be the character, so it would be another Persona's spirit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I I could see it. Sure. I mean, if they're doing the the deal for this, why not get it? Throw a couple more things in there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, oh. and uh, I guess a follow up to that, VGC Kenny, to add on to that question in the Discord said to make it more complex, will Joker's inclusion mean spirits from just Persona Five, all the Persona games, or all of the Shin Megami Tensei games? Well, well, Paul, tell us. I know you know the answer. Mm-hmm. Just. Just Persona Five. All right, you heard it here first. Just Persona mm-hmm. Five. No, I could. See, no, it's going to be uh, getting some Shimigami stuff. It's going to be some Catherine spirits. I'd be down. You joke, but oh. with the new release of Catherine coming out, All, and Joker's actually going to be in that. So wait, actually, <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. Oh yeah, a trailer came out uh, last week. Uh, you can play as Joker in, uh, and oh. there's a stage, a, oh. a, a Persona stage. In Catherine. Good lord. All right. Well, it makes sense. Take advantage so, of it. There you go. Uh, all right. That's it for questions. If you want to send questions uh, for next week, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What are your games of the week? Hades. Smash. I'm going to give it to Grim Valor. Grim Valor. However you say it. Uh, okay. Uh some housekeeping in regards to the Patreon. The Rogue Legacy episode is getting pushed back two weeks so that John will be back from MAGFest in order to talk about yep. it. Sorry, guys. That's my fault. So two weeks from now, you will do the Rogue Legacy episode. Uh, in terms of what we will be playing next month, the poll is still live until tomorrow, which is Friday the 28th. So if you're listening to this live and you are a Patreon backer, please go vote because we're currently at a tie and we need that to be broken. Otherwise, we're going to flip a coin and we'd rather ha- not have to flip a coin if you guys could just give us a majority. So if you haven't voted, please go vote. Uh, and last bit, we are uh, just about nailed down when our Game of the Year episode is. It sounds like it'll be on the 11th of January. So that will also be when uh, the survey is ending. Is that correct, Paul? Or are you doing it sooner? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, sooner. I'm not going to go until the last minute, until the 11th. Okay, never mind. Then you don't have until the 11th. So, so hurry the, the hell Let's up. say the week before, the 6th, the Sunday, will be the last day. Okay. So, so some, Monday the 7th. So Monday the 7th is the last day to get the community survey done for the Game of the Year uh, survey, so make sure you do that uh, if you want to be a part of that. Until then, uh, we will... S- oh, uh, Paul and I will be here next week. John is going to be at MAGFest. Yep. So if you're going do there, you have anything to there? plug? 
We got uh, a panel, Throne Controllers, Friday 5 to 7. And on Saturday, we also have an autograph session, which I believe is from 3 to 3.30 to 5.30 in the autograph area. All right. So ch catch Paul if you're going to MAGFest. Otherwise, uh, catch you'll catch Paul, Paul and I. Paul's all, surprise, Paul's also going. Paul, <laughs> Wait, what, what? What, what panels are I, you why on? Why didn't you tell me? We could have oh, had you around. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, you're on Throne oh, Controllers. shit. Yeah, I'm on Throne Controllers, uh, <laughs> Saturday at 11 p.m. Um, <laughs> oh, he, it's a completely different Throne Controllers show, I see. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's also on... Uh, <laughs> the Bigger, Better Throne the Controllers. Bigger, that's exactly the joke I was going with. He's on Better Prone con Throne Controllers. It's immediately before John's. Um, he's got an autograph session. It's all weekend. Just find him and you'll sign whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, no, I'll be at that table all weekend. I won't be moving. <laughs> I'm chained to it. Yeah. <laughs> Part um, of the contract. And I know you're going there for Paul, but John will be at MAGFest, <laughs> so catch John there. <laughs> Otherwise, catch, I guess, just me next week doing the show. Uh, maybe Paul will, will Skype in from his phone from MAGFest. Yeah, uh, exactly. And for, for next week. All right. See you later. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Well, that was an ending.